Welcome to Nunez. I you know we do this. I but it's also because we're looking at each other like people, people, right? Yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. we have to get each other like, I, have to, I was looking at you like, we're gonna say this together, girl. You know how I feel about you. Let's welcome them to Nunes. This is our first show of the year, isn't it? It's our first show of the oh year. Oh my god, you guys are so lucky. We only came to you like at the end of February. Hey, you're lucky we came back at all. Hey, don't say that to them. Don't say jets, that to jets, them. Jets. Uh, I'm Mo. Mm. I took a sip of tea, so my name is Yewan. I took a sip of tea. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice Surprise that you were drinking. Me. You just had a sip of tea when I said that. Miami welcome to the show. It's good to be in 2024. 2024. It's been how many years now? I don't remember. Um, remember we started in 2018 or 19, one of the two. Well, it's, it's been a while now. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We started before, you know what, the panorama. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 2018, 2019. Yeah. Welcome anyway to the show. It's Thank you, Mo. It has been hella, hella couple of weeks, months. Wow. Yes. It's a very wow. It's been very wow. Yes. Yeah. But we're here now. Yes. And it's cool. And we're, we've been watching dramas. We got back into K-dramas as we told you we were going to uh, in our last show of last mm-hmm. year. So uh, year one day has obviously <laughs> watched more stuff than I have. <laughs> I'm try- I've, I've, I've caught a couple where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see this to the end. I had to go but... off platform, babes. Like, some of them were so shit on, on platform. I had to go off platform to find something good to watch. <laughs> it was many Japanese dramas, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah of course it was. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll just hit on two quick things. that I saw new shows that are coming up. Actually, one's a show, one's a movie. Um, Song Jong-ki has got a movie coming up called My... Son Jong Ki, uh, Vincenzo. Oh, that one about the North Korean. Yes, um, my name is Lu Ki Won, uh, mm, the North I Korean defector example. who arrives in an unfamiliar country of Belgium because of his mother and fights to get uh, refugee status from the government. It's a movie. I thought it was a show, and then I thought it was like a movie listed mm. in Netflix. I think it's coming up at some point. Um, I don't know when. There's no date there. Actually, just says coming up. And then a more <laughs> a weirder one is a show called Chicken Nugget. Have you seen this trailer? Okay, the story of how I know, I'll read but based on what the official synopsis is. Story of how a beautiful young girl <laughs> joined me now turns into into fried chicken nuggets. Sorry, <laughs> what? She exited. It sounds like a Japanese show. Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, stop. So a girl, a human being, turns yes. to a chicken nugget. So chicken thigh. Yeah, a, no, chicken, chicken nuggets. leg. Chicken leg. Oh, little nuggets. Nuggets. Okay, little like McDonald's yes, chicken nuggets. Yes, They're not fried. supposed to, but yeah, those yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And did she get eaten? She entered where she enters the mysterious machines. It follows the efforts of her fa- her father and her admirer to get to get her to turn back. <laughs> I I kinda like that idea. I mean I can't I, it obviously sounds like a webtoon or something. It sounds crazy. That has been, but it's also but my question Love is it. okay. Like so they have to get out before she gets eaten, obviously, because she gets yeah, fried. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. It's very it's obviously a comedy. Um, the guy from Reply in 1988 is in it. Uh, Rijay Hong, the um, the brother who kept filling filling his exams. Oh yeah, he, he's been doing a few. He's, he's been, been doing working a lot. lot. Yeah, I he's watched in, another watched, show of his, which I I'll talk about. Watched that? Is that LNTS? Yes. Okay, I've watched that. Yet, so talk, speak with because I have it on my list. It's okay, to be watched. Right, I'll tell you about it. And um, the lady who turns into <laughs> a chicken nugget is <laughs> sorry, Kim Yu Jung. Um, Love in the Moonlight, my demon. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she has not been hitting it with me. Well, maybe this will. 
Yeah, because you know that love, my love demon, demon love, love my my demon. That's the one. I I think I've dropped that. I think so. I definitely dropped that. But there was something that was said. They were saying that you know when these Instagrammers are talking about oh it shows that you not hit it in Korea, but we're big elsewhere. And supposedly this is a show that was big elsewhere. I'm like exactly the look in your eyes is exactly the look in my eyes. Where it is like that stupid one with the king with the girl that became a king that was running after that boy. <laughs> okay, that was big. No, but you can't try. No, yeah, but, I didn't know no, but imagine. About. I mean, what are you guys watching? Like, I don't understand. What is, what is your I, case? I think it's boredom. I I don't know. Probably. I think it's boredom. But and I think it's also, writing... you know, who's also in that in that show. That the, pretty, the pretty boy. Song Kang is in it. That's why. Which one's the Song Kang? The guy. The, the main lead. Yeah. He's a pretty boy. Isn't he the nevertheless guy? Yes, ma'am. Exactly. That's 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 that's, you see? What are you guys watching? Why do you keep telling them that it's good to keep making these shitty shows by watching? Just drop it. Save the world from the bullshit and just drop the crap shows so they can make good shows. It's because of you all that they keep making shitty, shitty shows. Am I lying? You're Am not I lying? lying. They do look at the feedback and go, you know what? This is our sixth or seventh oh. Netflix production with Song Kang. Yeah, let's, let's put a bit it's more not stuff. A bad, it's actually not a bad actor. He's not bad, but it's However, just... However, the shows are just... Yes, please yeah. don't watch them save us. I, I think I didn't even put my demon on this list. I definitely dropped I did that. not. Do I even remember right? I, we I talked about it in the last show, but yeah, I just I didn't follow. It. I didn't follow through. Yes, we did talk about it. Yeah, it was I just so stupid. Yeah. Right. Speaking of what we're watching, let's go into what we are watching mm. and stuff. I know we are. We're still watching, watching my 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 husband. Uh, okay, so let's talk. Okay, about can this. I just say something? I understand what's going on now. I haven't watched this week's episodes. I, I watched last week. When I saw Truck of Doom, some woman that has just appeared from nowhere as a threat, as a, you know, ex-partner, potential love interest woman, I was like, you know what? Okay, so I, let's I'm okay. This. Let's I'm talk about it. No, let's talk about I'm this. Good. Let's talk about this. Because I, I watched the latest episode. I'm not sure because it's off-platform I'm watching, so I'm not quite sure. So let's, let me explain. Because here, okay, here's the thing. I've had to go out and go back to watch Sekichu Kim. Because you just wanted to just because I'm like, your eyes I know that this woman is a good actress. Like, she's I fantastic. know she's a great actress. Pack me young. Pack me young. Mm-hmm. But here's my issue, and I think I've, what I'm realizing, because I'm, you know, I'm doing like, I'm not right, I'm, I'm writing a dissertation right now mentally <laughs> about why I think that over the last few sh- uh, months, all the shows I've seen her in recently have not been, have not been hitting. Mm. Her male leads, I always thought she could act next to a cardboard. But the issue is that she's not acting next to a cardboard. I think she'd do well acting next better. She'd do better acting next to a cardboard than some of the male leads that she's acting on the mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, I think a lot of the guys that she's acting next week do not bring gravitas into the role. Okay. When you okay. look at some of the other actors that she's acted with, she's there's always been a presence. They they seem to own their role. Mm. These guys are not owning their role. They seem to be almost like. So by these guys, you mean um, the guy in this nine in woo, like the guy who's playing the, the love main, interest. Yes, the main love interest. Yeah. He seems very unsure. Of himself, he, he looks as though he looks like a kid trying to be an adult. And here's the interesting thing because I've actually seen him in another show. Because I, I went back to watch that show and I didn't remember he was in it, but you know, sometimes your brain breaks things mm, up. You've watched a couple of shows he's in, except for that crap one, which I didn't. Jinx, I love Sarah, yeah, yeah, but you don't remember him at, dist- at Distant Spring is Green. You don't remember him that, but he was in that. I didn't know that was not. I want you, I want to go watch my love, you don't. Oh, god, okay, I actually love my love, you don't. Okay, I actually do love it. It's freaking stupid, but I love my love, you don't, and he's there. Mm-hmm. He's the younger version of the second of the male lead. Okay. Of the second male I didn't lead. remember him in that role. I didn't either, but I was watching, I was like, oh yeah. And he was good. He was actually good. He was much mm-hmm. younger than I'm over t- nearly 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Than, but he was so much better in it. So I think there's a loss. The male leads that they're casting her next to are not, do not own, doesn't own their presence. Also, I don't think she's loving acting anymore. 
I don't know. That's contrary to what she's saying. Well, it might be contrary to what she said, but it's not contrary to what I'm seeing. I am as a viewer. Mm. Don't be wrong. It's seen on screen. I'm noticing that again. Went back to go and watch Takichi Kim. Also went back to go and watch that uh, her private life. Mm-hmm. And there's such a joyfulness. Is it about this the way. story though? If it's this story, then it's also contract that contract love story. Yeah. There's also flaw. Yeah, contract love story was stupid. Exactly. So was flaw. We agree. So, flaw didn't so make any so fucking sense. So that's what I'm trying to say. That if it is just if it's just this story, then mm. I can take it. But when I've looked at when I've looked at the last three shows that she's done before this, mm. there seems to be almost like a. I think even flaw, she still seemed a bit optimistic. Mm. She still seemed very a bit. You know, there was an energy in her. The last two shows feels like a version of herself that she's putting forward on screen, and I don't know why. And when I looked at when I'm watching now that I'm watching um, can you my can you marry my husband please or please marry my husband. I also now had decided to go and pick up, but I'm not going to finish watching because it's not really worth watching it. Is this other, um, is this show on um, Vicky? It's called, hey, what's this thing called? Oh, Love Marriage Contract. Oh, yes. Oh, weren't, we, weren't you watching that I didn't before? watch that, no. But I went to go and watch it because I was like, it's a similar mm-hmm. premise. And you know something? It's That's better. better. Yeah. It's not good necessarily, mm. but it's better. And it's better it because is. both actors are owning that role. They seem to have much more of a, you know, energy. They're much more energized to mm. be doing that, that it's particular a, it's, script. It's not good, like, it's, it's a like better really, web Exactly. Well. And it's a really bad. It's, a, it's not that good, let's be honest. Oh, it's, it's, like, not... it's back janky. But I can tell you that I watched pretty much, I sat and I binge watched a lot more of that show than I'm you know, trying to get through. Uh, Marry My Husband is very difficult for me. I think uh, I didn't like her last role because I thought the, the story, the love con- contract, contract thing, be my husband, that. be my girlfriend, bullshit. I didn't like it. I didn't think the story was very good. Couldn't mm. make it through episode two. Flaw was different for her, and if the story was, if some of the story was rewritten, I could have liked that show because I found the environment interesting, you know, like you know, meteorology and all that kind of stuff. It was the stuff with her boyfriend who cheated on her and how she reacted to that that just basically spoiled the entire show for and me. And then of course the useless guy that's supposed to be a male lead that Yes. So those those are my things but on those two shows. Time, but this one meets me when the weather is, is good. Yes, that's and that was a good, good show. show. That's also quite different, isn't it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think you can do different sorts of roles. I think it's the story. With this one, I think there are times to me she's the only one holding the show together for me. When I watch it, oh actually and also, you know, Gogo Waikiki guy, because he's mm. he's great to watch because he's just ridiculous. And okay, no, actually three people. Her, him, and um, the second, um, the, the second female lead, whose name I forgotten, who was fight my way. I think because the I, one that is um, the cop, or the one that's trying to get married, the Google Waikiki guy. Yes, her. Because all the shows I've seen her in in the past, and why I was introduced to her is, is fight my way. She was always like the friend, was very sweet, and to see her basically, you the know, let's eating this rule up, like very spiteful, spiteful character, evil yeah. character. I think she's doing a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I find the story is almost as if, I mean, as I said, I. I basically didn't read the whole webtoon because it was just too freaking long. <laughs> but and I just skipped to the end. And I was thinking, oh, how are they going to actually do 16 episodes? And they seem that they are. And I felt like they're just drawing it out. Mm. When I watched last week's episode and they got to the point where it's like, okay, she's married the guy now. Um, everything is settling down. Then they bring in this thing. From, that was not I was like, like, 
He broke up with her like in episode two. I'm like, what's going on here? And then it's like, oh, truck of doom. And I was just like, you know what? I think I don't know if I can. No, do I'm this. going to watch it for her because yeah. obviously all the controversy for those that don't know, there's been a lot of controversy online because of our ex boyfriend and blah blah blah. Mm. And here's the thing: I don't want. I I like her as an actress. I want to support Same. her career. So I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to talk about it for the simple fact that I want her to continue to get work, and I don't want this that relationship to negatively affect her professional future because I, mm-hmm. I, I there's a part of me that feels like there's an aspect of that in this but i feel that and i think you know what i was thinking if the go-go waikiki guy mm. was the male lead mm. i think we would have had a different element to it yeah we would have because i feel that they may have been a better because when i see her acting with him mm. the counterbalance there's a strength to his accent. There's a confidence to his acting. He's very very confident. Now, don't know if that is going to if that would relate or would transfer if he was the main male lead. And it's not again to diminish this guy who is playing the main male mm. lead. It's just that he's not doing a good job. He's at not going to. He's, he's not. not he's not. There's no chemistry. There's, there's no, no engagement. There's no charisma for me. Yes. Even now that he's had his makeover and all, because I think I mentioned in the last episode that, well, he's trying to, you know... He was a bit sideways. He was wearing, you know, deal-fitting suits and everything because they were trying to, you know, minimize him. We didn't talk about him. that on the episode. We talked about it to ourselves because remember we're talking... We, we didn't, wasn't, we didn't oh, talk about really? it. It was to ourselves. So this is what we're talking about. Mm. We're talking about, okay, maybe it's the way that he was dressed because we... One of the things we've noticed is that K-dramas are better addressing women, female characters than they are addressing male characters, mm. particularly in formal wear. Mm. If they're in more casual wear, they're, I think they're better addressing them. Mm. But in formal wear, they're not, they don't do that well. That's when I spoke about the guy in Singles Inferno who mm. is a bespoke tailor. Mm. You can, this is a guy, I mean, I don't know him because, you know, but you can hire this guy and it can make proper suits. Oh, yeah, for these but guys they were, they, it was a thing they were doing. Because when no, he had when his he, makeover. When he, when he made, well, you know, he had one suit, one suit. In his wake over that looked good. Everything else since then has been shit. He went looks as though they went back to the previous clothing to put on him. They said, Oh, this is what he might look like if he looked good. But even the shoot he was wearing there did not fit him that well. It still looked for a very lanky person. There's a different way they could have dressed him for him to lose more, you know, he fitted yeah. in this outfit. So no somebody doesn't know how to get a good tailor to make clothes for that guy. It's just off. It's just for off. me, they're just very he he doesn't strike me as oh my god this charismatic lead who is like i i'm not that convinced. bothered i'm not convinced by him i'm not mm. convinced by them as a couple so i'm not rooting for them entirely mm. and then this um, weird scene with the with the ex-fiance coming back and not to be like a, a, a crazy body, like a crazy like, person who does like, who kills people on the low i'm like listen i'm like it's i'll so finish boring. it for Kapat Me young but, but i'm not enjoying yeah. it um okay something else i'm watching at the moment uh captivating king are you watching that i'm watching captivating king oh my okay, god i have thoughts so of this i i'm okay give the premise of it what is the premise? Well, okay, how can so I describe it? Okay, so the Captain of the Prince is a Justin era show. Yes. Um, and it starts in the beginning when um the when Joseon and you know Korea is um after a war that they had with the Qing, the Qing, the, dynasty, the Qing dynasty, China, and the fact that the king's younger brother was taken hostage. Yes. I think we've seen something similar. If you've watched um, there's another Justin era thing we watched. Um, the one I was talking about, that my dearest. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a similar thing. So he's like, mm-hmm. we'll take the 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 prince. To hold hostage so yeah. that you cannot go against and they only take him because the king doesn't have didn't have a son at because the time. he didn't have a son at the time mm. so they take him host- hostage and he 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 does well i guess the court of the chain yeah he becomes friends with one of the, the princes. princes and he's obviously a, and he's a brilliant battle player so he's mm. a, such a brilliant strategist um through some shenanigans you know 
the king is informed that he's not so loyal anymore that begins drama 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 in how it's like yes. there's always some kind of fights for, for power for the in the courts in, in mm-hmm. the interim um he were introduced to who and who is our main female lead who's yes. a spirited and brilliant baduk player as well mm-hmm. who, who says i will not marry anybody unless you can beat me a baduk and um we now go through certain things that happened to her and him and how he goes, ends up becoming king and how she ends up now seeking revenge. Yes. For something that happened to her. So I think that's a good enough thing. That's a good enough thing. So I'm on episode four at the moment. I'm on the last... I've not watched the last... The episode that came out this week... Okay. I've not watched that. Okay. Okay. So what are the last one? So I think that's probably seven and eight this week. Yes. Um... I like it. I wasn't. I was surprised by how much I liked it. Uh, when the king does the U turn, I actually swore at him like, "Ah, uh-uh, what a stupid brother!" So, tell, tell, tell us who the actors are. Oh, so um, the main act, main ML, is the guy from Hospital Playlist. And oh my goodness! And oh my goodness, Ju Song, Jo Young Suk. And who my ghostess and um the main lead um female is the lady from Rookie Historian and um and that's and one um, was it Black start? Black Knight Black Knight yes, yes and the one and that the one that starts one when she was uh, in one uh, oh um Rookie no it was it wasn't start 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 up no not start up it was it was Run on Run on yes that's Run on Shin 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 something. She's, it's, 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 gonna, good she's, gonna, she's gonna, it's good to see her. 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 At all, actually, when I saw her, she was the Korean um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was in that as well. After a Tetheral, I don't know that Chronicles. Or the that Korean Game of Thrones. Korean, Korean Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones yeah. So um, yeah, I thought when I, when I saw what the king did to his brother played by Jujun Sok, I was like, what the absolute fuck? He saved your axes, ungrateful bitches. And then, can I just mention a scene? Yeah. There's a mm. scene. Spoiler, I guess. A spoiler, I guess. The fingernails. The king's fingernails. When he puts it in that woman's mouth. Wendy, I had to turn off the TV and retch. She was kind of disgusted. I was so disgusted. I have said on the show before that I am... Um, not at my limit. I needed a break from Justin era shows because a lot of it was about the same thing. Oh, I want to talk about this show. I know. And I actually wasn't sure I would get into the show and all, but I did. I actually thought it was well done, well paced. I got into it and all. If I had more time that day, I would have watched more episodes. Um, so I like it. And I said, I'm still like on episode four. So I don't know a lot of that's gone on yet. But I like it so far, and a lot of familiar people. Our guy from agency is the baddie. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> so I really like the show. Mm. And I think, like you, I'd had my limits with Joseph Era. I think for me, the way that my dearest ended. I know you were very upset. To me, that's why I didn't watch it. I was it's like, yeah, I don't watch it. No, no, you should watch it. Actually, no, no, you really need to watch that show. Okay. That's dear, my dearest business. Okay. Um, and um, it really. Pissed me off. So I was like, oh, another Jason era. But then I want to support this male actor's career. Yeah, Jason Tech is amazing. Um, because I don't see him in that many TV shows. Yeah. Because he was also in Jealousy Incarnate. So mm. you can know I've watched, I've watched the shows that he's in mm. because these are shows. So I don't see him in that many. I think maybe he's just more film and theater. Yeah, he does more film and theater. So for me, it was like, okay, I want to support his career. And I was like, okay, fine, let me watch it. 
And in the very first episode, I was a bit like, mm, I was a bit umming and ahhing because it didn't really capture me. There's, mm. I think towards the end of the first episode, I really got, oh, okay, this is mm. crazy. But like in the beginning, I was like, mm, I was umming and ahhing. Yeah. And then, when firstly the the turn of the king mm-hmm. and some of the things he did, but then I can understand, I can understand why because if you consider the fact that and guys, okay, so I I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm please forgive me. I've just diverted. So one of our uh, listeners came back to us and said we talk more about the shows we hate, so they want to go and watch the hate the hate shows than the shows mm-hmm. that we love. So one of the things I've promised myself this year and as we go forward, is I'm going to talk as passionately about the shows that I love as mm-hmm. I do about the shows that I don't love. So. Mm-hmm. There are going to be spoilers here because I'm going to lay it on the table, except for the ones that you've not, the mm-hmm. you've not watched. Okay, so in the beginning, when I put the finger in the mouth, okay, yes, we understand that I was going crazy because I was being poisoned. Yes. Because I always been poisoned. Yes. I love his stepmother. <laughs> because his stepmother is someone that we don't see often in this show. I love her. And oh, you know, she looks quite similar. Yes. To, and I, I don't think they're that old. Their age difference is that much of a difference, actually, between mm. the male. Between I the, don't know, you the, know. The, 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 the you're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah. But the way that the stepmother, the way they showed the stepmother doing the manipulation was mm. actually quite inventive. It was nothing new and different, but the way mm. she manipulated lots of things around her, the way that she held on to the prince the um the king's child and the king's ah it was just very crazy so firstly i lo- so the way that that ev- evolved and the way when his, his brother now came back mm. and the things that happened when his brother came back was shocking in a very in a different way i think for what you know usually from just yeah, area yeah yeah and the introduction to the love affair yes. between him and the baduk player mm-hmm. who he called mongwon yes. was very intelligent mm. i mean like i actually like smart People being, you know, rom- being romantic. Mm. So I love the smartness of the romanticism between them. Yeah, yep. Analogies of the, rain and drizzle. Uh, Analogies of drizzle. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. When he said my, my, name, my name for you is drizzle, I was like, I was like, well, homie. No, no. I was like, you know, there's a few of it that's like, okay, that's a bit like, are you trying to tell me something that's I'm going on in your life right now? Because you, when you see him, you drizzle. I don't know. Plus, that is my brain going to totally different direction. <laughs> Yes, it is. However, mm-hmm. and you gotta watch when you watch the last episode, the last two episodes. You understand what I'm trying to say here. I watched one scene, not this recent episode, the two episodes mm-hmm. that you've watched, um, five and six, and I think I got captivated <laughs> by the king, <laughs> by the scene. I I just I was just like, oh my fucking lord, this is just so goddamn adorable. This is just so goddamn sweet. I'm in love. Because there was this particular scene. Because, of course, here's the thing. The, the king doesn't know that the person is playing Badukwit. He sees the person playing that Badukwit as a very pretty man. Mm. So he doesn't know that this man is a woman. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, you know, it's sex one of those, scenes. You know, yeah. However, there's, as we go on in the show, at, um, there's obviously a lot of allusions being made mm. to the new king's sexuality. Mm-hmm. And what he likes and doesn't like in the bedroom, as you would imagine for people with this one set mindset. But the way in which the king kind of is like a fuck it to them. And then, the, and I'm trying, because I'm actually, oh, you know, I'm trying not to do a story for Dupai more than you guys, because it's Dupai, because I look at that, like that. But it's also the way that she, that when he now finds out, mm. And the things he does. I was like... Okay, okay, stay last. Stay I was last, like, my heart. I was like, I am kind of, And I'm like, I'm in love. Like, yes. I was in love. Like, a lot of these other things that happen, even with mm. all of that happened. But I was like, my my heart was like, oh, oh, okay. Stomach, oh, okay, what, what the hell? 
it was just so beautifully done okay and beautifully expressed mm. and i was like yes this is the sort of man i would like i mean except for the crazy king part this is like the, the emotional connection <laughs> yeah, here yeah. i can see that i can see that i can do this so captivating the king i'm captivated okay i'm absolutely captivated okay it's not a good show like it's not like a, I mean, it's not let me rephrase that it's not like the best show i think i've seen in joseph era you know scene but it's such it's so well acted Mm. And it's so well presented mm. that I am enamored with it. Okay, I'll. I'm going to continue watching it. Oh, As I said, I mean, oh, they're please very please. so far. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it touches on the very common themes we always see in Jason. There's always a power struggle. Exactly, and the <laughs> one thing I'm still waiting for is for the women's own. She... Not the women power struggle. No. Where the women come together? When the consort, the <laughs> king, the con- the queen, the concubine, the queen, the king mother, everybody comes together and is like, okay, let's show you how this shit is done. Exactly. And they're friends. <laughs> yes, I'm tired of all these cop ministers going. Oh, advisors like oh. Yes, I'm because my my, my 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 sister is the king's um concubine, <laughs> so therefore we must kill the queen and like okay, okay there must have been at least one court where all the women were happy with each other and they right? loved each other and they, they worked together to take down all these stupid hot men it. okay uh, I'm going to run the rest through the rest because we have a few to get through um, also we're, I'm watching Dr. Slump at the moment and, um, I stopped watching Dr. Slump after episode two and a half okay I've continued I haven't stopped I, I'm just not watching I'm not, I may go back I'm not sure yeah, okay, yeah, I've continued. Um, Dr. Slump follows basically these uh, um, two people who grew, who no, grew up together, went to the same school. Um, one is a very, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, not intense. Um, intense is the right word. Is intense the right word? Intense. Go getter. Um, focus, go getter. Yeah, a, a, a type A, you say. And then the other seems to be like a naturally brilliant, brilliant A student. And she. And he. Which well, is well, she, well, the the intense A student, okay. you know, she comes, she um, transferred from Busan, Busan to Seoul um, for school, um, for medical school because her parent, well... Her, no, for high school. For high school because she wanted to be, um, well, her focus was medicine. She wanted to be a doctor. Was it, it wasn't because her focus was medicine, it was mostly because of... She said that she wanted to be a doctor at the Why? time. Why? Did she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. In medicine was her dream. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, she transferred to Seoul so she becomes a, a rival with this boy who's naturally brilliant supposedly. Also, supposedly from different background more upper middle class background and all and it's and they um they they don't they're obviously not friends but they have a rivalry but they grew up um to be successful in their own rights but then they each have something occur events occur which basically destabilizes um which blows their life of course yeah basically. blows up their life basically and it's a return of Pak Hei Jin Pak Hei uh Pak Shin Hei Pak Shin Hei Pak Shin Hei and Pak um, Hyun Suk and I have to say um Pak Shin Hei doesn't look as if she's aged since, since I last saw her mm. I looked at her and I was like okay she looks great no, sure. um she just looks fab uh so does uh pak himself he, I, I love watching him and in this show is when i've noticed how good he has really good physical comedy he does really good physical comedy there were certain things he did that was so natural that i was like oh i actually winded it that the way he acted i was like i can actually like with the with the subtitle that sometimes when People act and you go, okay, I said the same, those words. It's okay. It's fine. But there's some people that they, the way from their face to what they do with their body, you're like, yes, that is so natural. That's how I would expect someone in the street to say that. 
there were several instances I've seen in the show where I've actually gone, I, I've not, never noticed how good he is physically as an actor. I don't know, maybe because this show sometimes goes, the tone goes like from very, sometimes from quite comical to, you know, very like, you know, emotional and, you know, a bit um, introspective. But I like it so far. It's not great. Um, there's a mystery, <laughs> as usual. But I think what's keeping it alive for me are the two leads. I like watching them. I mean, it's not something I... It's the show that I go after the... After, like, I don't... It's not a... Um, what's what I'm looking for? I'm not going, oh my God, this is Saturday. It's time for me to watch the show. I actually remember that. Oh yeah, the show is on. I need to catch up. And when I did like a four episode catch up earlier this week, I because I was ooming and ahhing over that I was going to watch it after the first episode, but I'm like, now follow it through because it's not bad. I think I'm not going to be impressed by whatever the mystery mystery is and all. Um, but so far, so good for me. Hmm. So far, so good. So I think I'm watching. Well, I was watching it, and then at episode two and a bit. That's the beginning of episode three. I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to continue. I was going to continue. I'm not, I may, I don't know. It's still on my list. Mm. I think what's got it for me is I think maybe I had high expectations for it. Yeah, I think because I did. I think I those two actors are actors that I really do support their career mm. as a whole. And I, but I, when I was watching it, I think, I feel that, you know, I've been telling you about how I hate films that are shows that try and talk about my emotions, mm. like very quickly. Mm. I feel they did, they did that. They were trying to, it was like they're trying to force. I mean, the first episode was a lot. It was a lot. I was trying to force a lot out. Even episode two as well, even mm. they react to the mother, the way that the mother was mm-hmm. reacting and the family mm-hmm. was reacting. I was like, listen, guys, I mean, caught me. Captivates <laughs> me before you try and take me to bed for freak's sake. All right, now everybody's captivated. Exactly. I'm saying, like I said, I'm being captivated. But I'm saying, <laughs> but, but the idea is caught me before you try and drag me into an emotional hell, maelstrom. Mm-hmm. You are trying to drag me into a hell, maelstrom immediately. I'm like, yeah, guys, no, I don't, I'm not feeling this. Mm. I think because I maybe had such high expectations because of the actors, mm. I was being disappointed. So I think with what you're saying, what I'm going to have to do is dial back my expectations. Oh, do. Dial them back a lot and then go back at it almost like, hey, these are not rookie actors, but these are not like really ag- actors that I really, really like like, like that. Mm. And just accept the fact that, accept for what it is. So yeah. I think I will go back to and watch it because of that. And you're right. I mean, one of the things that I, well, I'm, I'm not sure so far about the physical comedy part of what you talked about mm. based on the episodes that I've seen so far. Okay. Um maybe if I watch more I will become more convinced by it. Mm. But it feels to be a lot of this seems it's there's it doesn't feel seamless. I think maybe mm. that's part of it. It doesn't feel natural. It feels a bit like there are a lot of things again back to I think what I said initially mm. about trying to get me into an emotional maelstrom. Mm-hmm. It feels like you know when someone is manipulating you but they manipulate you so swiftly you don't even know. <laughs> And the people are like, okay, I can see you freaking moving me, trying to turn me, God's sake. Try to find like a lazy Susan or something to make this smoother. Mm. They're not lazy Susaning me. In super oh, I mean, in terms of the emotional... The, so, because of that, I think I will watch it because of you, and I trust mm. you. So, I'll watch it more because of you, but um, right now, it's like, okay, I will come back to it. Oh, yeah. I, think, now I, I gave, I gave it two weeks before I went back to it. Uh, yeah, I think, what, I think wait, now they've done a few more episodes. Mm. The last one, I will now binge watch it. Maybe mm. it'll make a difference if yeah. I binge watch it back to back. It's just, it just, don't ex- you know, go in expecting to watch, mm. you know something amazing it's not <laughs> it's just good for what it is yeah. and i'm enjoying their performances uh okay uh then i'm a, i also watched not watch watching a shot for killers i love it i don't want to talk about it now because i want to complete it because it's eight episodes yeah um all else is that i oh, how far have you gotten it? oh episode two. Oh, this was this was the show i wanted to watch yesterday but i was doing my hair so 
I watched something else that uh, somebody in my house wanted to watch instead called the TikTok Murders, which was good, but, you know, it wasn't the time or place to be like, yeah, do you want to watch a K-drama? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I watched um, two of I, I love it, and I'm, I don't want to talk about it yet. All I want to just say is that I love it, and I, okay. I want to finish it. I'm going to say something, a few things, because I oh. have watched it, mm. and I'm not going to, obviously, because I, mm. I, I know your joy, so I'm going to spoil mm. that. So I liked it. Mm. I really, actually really liked it. And our Grim Reaper guy yes, is in it. Work, so yeah. the, the shop for killers is uh, the premise is we meet with um, a young girl whose yes. um, uncle who is Lee Dong Lee Dong Wook Lee Dong Lee Dong Wook um, supposedly has Kim Hee Jun from Inspector Koo. Yes, Kim Hee mm. Jun mm. has um, been um, has suicided himself. Yes, has unalived himself. Yes, and she. He's struggling with the idea of her uncle who she knows being someone on a live himself because he's just not that person. Yes. And she goes back home after his funeral to clean up and a lot of things now start to happen. A lot of things come out of the woodwork. Literally out of the goddamn <laughs> woodwork. Because we are, when we're introduced to it, someone standing on the on the fridge or something, trying to with the pull with shots, firing. It's brilliant. It's a it's a very cinematic thing. Yeah. Now what I one of the things I love about it is obviously I and when I saw that I sent a message to yeah. her, I was like this your lead on he look he actually looks his age. Like I don't mean that in like an old man. I feel like he looks like he has like he looks mature. Yeah, but I think the last like runner shows he's done. He's been doing more mature I'm stuff. not saying he's not done mature I'm just, he's like he's gone away. He looks from he looks gritty. Like that's the word. He looks like the film version of himself as opposed to the TV version of himself. Yeah, I For think the movie. one that you didn't watch that I talked about on the, sh- on the phone with you, which I don't which remember one? now, the one with uh, the guy from uh, the guy from uh, Squid Game was in it as well. The, uh, he was a figure of imagination wearing like a red motorcycle suit. I've got no okay, show. Maybe I didn't want it. It was a very, but that was very gritty. Oh no! But what I'm mm. trying to say is that he looks like mm. I look at him. I'm like, yes, okay. I can see why girls like you now. Like you mm. know, it's not like my, it's not my spec. I can say, yeah, I can see because mm. you look like you look like an adult. <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounds like a ridiculous thing to say because people are like, actually, I do just like low, you know, mature looking guys. But he looked. I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I don't still like him like that, but I felt, oh yeah, I can connect with your character. Mm. I'd be more now. Um, a few things. The violence. You know, I love beautiful violence. Yes, beautiful There's violence. There's a lot of beauty, viol- okay. beautiful I, violence I, I in it. I can concur. And um, the way the story evolves. I mean, we're going to talk about it when you finish watching it. Mm. Um, I was like, okay, yes. I'm very curious to see how this ends and to follow through the storyline mm. um, as it goes through. I would be very, very curious to have a conversation with you because there's some things that I saw mm-hmm. that I feel will be worth conversing about. Okay. But the one thing I would say, based on the episodes I watch, is that it's more Korean film than Korean yes, drama. Yes, it is more Korean film. It's more Korean film than Korean I drama. I was going to say that, do you remember in 2018 when basically UPN was the network that did all this kind of gritty K-dramas? Remember that I just, oh, I, okay. I guess so. Okay, right. They did all this gritty K-dramas. One of the bombs that they did was that that one called A Killer or something where that guy who's in the military now basically was like this um, uh, assassin yeah when he yeah, jumped yeah, through yes yes, I, yes remember where, remember. I didn't finish watching it because it was kind of like it was a crap. shit show yeah. but I remember where he jumped through the window and Nana was in it yes yeah, so now exactly so that's what I was saying it's more so something so, like that so basically I think that a lot of UPN style shows are going to Disney Plus because they Makes have things sense. like moving they have this it's a, it's a great they have, they're willing they're, I think Disney's probably willing to bet on gritty as opposed to pretty because disney has a lot of pretty yeah i mean netflix has his own gritty i mean killer paradox yeah but extracurricular is quite extracurricular not gritty but i mean the way 
they're weird. Yes. They're off. They're off beat. Off, yeah, off beat, off kilter. Because even with like, um, what's it called? This show we just talked about, Doctor Slump. Mm-hmm. There's like a category of Netflix show that they always use the same type of credits. It's always like, animation, and I'm always like, why is it always animation? Because it's the same studios. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we're doing this. It's the same studios. Oh no, it's not the same studios. It's all studio. It's just the same. It's that not. Mean, not all of them are studio. No one twice. Have you noticed that Studio Jam was bought out? Yes, yes, I have. So they were yes. bought out, and you, I still see their logo. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. So I think sometimes you see the C and M logo, and sometimes you mm. look when they see the Studio Dragon one. Mm. Just I'm thinking of a show. I'm, there's a show I'm thinking of about two years ago. Mm. The one with um, uh, I've forgotten what it's called now. But there's a show I'm thinking of about the animation star, and it wasn't Studio oh, no, Dragon. No, no, no. no but I, I'm just yeah. saying that it was just okay, a I'm standard. About, I'm about two years. I'm talking about recently. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying it just it just became a standard. Oh, we're gonna do like you know just a slightly yeah. rom-commy show. Here's mm-hmm. an animation star, um, you know, mm-hmm. intro. I'm just like. Why do you guys do that all the time? Exactly. Anyway, I'm looking forward to completing a show. You should watch it. I really want you to. I re- I would love to hear what you think about it when we finish. Okay, I did start um, Flex X Cup. I'm still on episode one. Um, but I <laughs> this Flex is- X Cup and I dropped Flex X Cup. So after, after I, I think twenty minutes. Right. So I think what I would say about this is that it's about a very rich chable. I think they call him a third generation. Um, He's a third generation chable. chable. He's the one that usually going to lose the money probably. Yeah. Who, um, you know, he seems to be... What's the one I'm looking Okay, so he he's a playboy. He spent more time watching TV, watching TV cops. And TV, cops TV cops. So he wants to become a cop. But, you know, even in his off time, he does this elaborate, like... Um, rescue events people. where he has to like you know rescue a girl or something but gets like people a lot of people involved like the way it plays out in the show is like you actually think that okay is this guy playing swats because when it yes, first started i was yes. like i actually wrote in my notes korean bruce wayne he is, is doing he stuff he is playing swats yeah he was, playing he was SWAT. after that it was after that scene i was like fuck you, you. no i'm not watching this anymore <laughs> and the way it's directed and everything is very oceans 11 oceans 12 because the music the yellow sepia that they have it's as the well. It's like a 60, 70 yes, to the it, It's very Ocean's Eleven. I was like, this, the director has watched some. <laughs> I, I actually movies. thought Bond or my man, uh, man Flynn. Nah. Maybe less that. No, no, it's because when you look at the set that is being used, it has a very 1960s elemental of sets to it, even the way that it's, they, they use a lot of round and rounded edges. Yeah. And then this is, for me, just the first, yeah, I watched yeah, 20 minutes. There, I there was watch, some James Bondy yeah, part. When I watched, goes yeah, to, the Swartz thing was thing. well. And I find it interesting when, when there was a crime and he was trying to choose his outfit. I yes, like, I was like, is he Bruce Wayne? Is this oh. what this is? There were just so many signifiers. I was like, this is very Western. Mm. Anyway, um, and then, um, I I started and I dropped LTNS. Um, I should go back I to want it. To watch that. So like I said, I've not started watching it at all. Yeah, I I LTNS, I think I need to go back to it. So LTNS is um, long time no sex. It's about this couple who have been together for ages. At the start, their sex life was very very hot and passionate, and then they've basically been together for so long now that their love life, the sex life, is that stalemate. But they kind of rekindle it when they get they fall into this opportunity to blackmail um cheating couples basically she works at a um not love it's like a motel and stumbled across someone that she knew who was cheating with someone and then they do this plot together because her boyfriend is a minicab driver now episode one mm-hmm. it took me a lot to get through it mm. it starts off great then halfway, there is a very extended scene 
where I was like, you need to edit this. There's no, I don't see the point mm. to how long the scene is. Because yeah, I was, was like, what are you trying to there, tell me? Was there sex going on? It's not sex. Oh, okay. It was, it would watch it. Okay. I will. But okay. I, I watched episode one and I was like, I love Isam. I mm-hmm. think Isam is so cool. And I like the guy as well, um, AJ Young. He's one, one of those two, one of those characters, I'm sorry, actors where I'm like, oh, he's in it. I'm going to watch yes, it. Yes, because it's always a bit quirky. His taste is always interesting. Mm-hmm. And this is probably really good. That maybe I need to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. But at the time, maybe because of, I was trying a lot of dramas and I tried this one, I was like... Let me watch it. Hmm. Let me watch it. And then we'll talk so about I let it. So I let it rest. Yeah. I probably will go back to it. But at the time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to... There's nothing pushing me to watch episode two of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's LCNS. Anything else that you are currently watching? Yes. So... um Happy ending, my happy ending. What it's that? the one on Vicky with um, is he Gang Jang Nara? No, don't Jang Nara. Yes, um, I hear that's really good. I was gonna start. So at I some watched point. the first three episodes, and it is, and I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna drop it yet because I'm like I'm not sure I have the mental bandwidth to deal with this issue. Okay. So um, my happy ending is about this high performing um, CEO woman whose life, who has a perfect life. She has mm. the best job in the world. She's creating this brand. She has a husband who loves her. She has a beautiful child. Mm. And then we find out that she's being stalked. Mm. And someone breaks into her office and tries to attack, attack her. And, you know, she's very shook by it. But then we find out she's been stalked. She's been being stalked for seven years. But nobody knows about it. She works with this guy in the office who, oddly enough, there was a, a black female character. What? In the first scene. In the first, oh, the episode, first, in the first episode. First episode. First match in a black woman. A, in I a K drama. In a black woman in a K drama who is dating the American returning. Uh, but she was standing waiting for him in front of the office. Hold on, the American returning, so the actual Korean man. A Korean man. An actual Korean man. Hold on, I need to check. Returning. I need to check to see. The pigs are not flying. Pigs are not flying out there. And we saw the black woman sort of standing in front of the of the office waiting for him. And then all the guys were in the window like that. Opening their mouth, I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I expected. That's just obviously gorgeous black woman. And the guy comes out and says, blah, blah, blah. And they went off as whatever. Anyway, she's meant to be the great. That's when she shows that he's a great. He's like, he's just not like everybody else. And then we see her husband, who we believe is a loyal husband. But then we see him doing shenanigans with a friend. And this friend of hers is one they were very close when they were in school. But she, uh, she's an artist. She's following hard times. And then she brought her into her company to help her do something. And it's just a lot of things that's going on at the same time. And in the beginning, I was like, okay, I think I get this. But then it started getting really weirdly violent. And then it started getting like, I'm going into my husband's desk to open his drawer to see what is in there. And then there's like two versions. And it's the guy, um, tight, the guy in Reply 1994. Um, the one that was in that show that we didn't work, that was where he was a man with one of that. He was trying to figure out who was the father of the child. I want to say Mai Tai, but it's not Mai Tai. It was the guy for, it was, um, it was one of the, the, the in the planet Times 4, it was one of the, um, the guys that was lodging is in the he, house. Is he small? Is he short? No, no, he's not the short one. He's the one that was in a hotel, that was sharing a room with, um, Leslie Chung. 94. Oh, it's sharing a room with him. Leslie sharing Chung. Sharing a room. Who's he sharing a room with? Oh, oh, yes, 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 him, yes, him, him. him. He was in, he, this is the second time. Yes, I remember now. This is the second time he's acting with Jagnara. 
because they were a uh, runaway couple. Yes. They were in that show together. Exactly. Where they go back to exactly. the past. So, um, in this show, they're acting together. And he's, he seems to be playing two characters in the, sh- in the show. So, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back. I might drop it. And maybe I'm just like my mindset for it. But I hear it's very, very good. Mm. I hear I watched the first three episodes. I hear it's very, very good. I hear that it's, it's really very much a psychological thriller I good yeah and i'm like am i am i ready for it so i'm not i don't i'm not sure i'm in the right mind space to go back to it mm-hmm. or if i ever will go back to it but i'm watching it so that's it's it's one that i it's i cannot bring myself to drop it does that make sense okay so it's on my list so we'll see how that okay. goes away how that goes um i'm watching hmm, 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 hmm. it's okay i want to drama yeah yeah i was watching it off platform off yeah i was loved dramas yeah, and i think sure. i told you about this called there's a Japanese name for it, but I've said stop putting Japanese names in things because I can't pronounce them pro- properly and I don't want to insult people. It's called Deleting Me, Chain of Revenge. So... Oh, yes! <laughs> as yeah. I told you, Deleting Me, Chain of Revenge yeah. is like... You know how it is that the Koreans do something? <laughs> and then the Japanese friends are like... Oh, like, my ramen! They're like, oh, my ramen! Home is like, you think you can do revenge drama. You ain't seen revenge drama like this. So, this is similar to Glory insofar as yeah. a girl is very badly bullied when she was in school. She, um, so, the premise is, um, she's a young high school student, very mm-hmm. quiet, and they're obviously the popular kids in school. One of the popular kids says that, I want to become a model, so I'm going to go do model shit. And this girl's walking on the street and she's discovered by an influencer to be, and she becomes his face model for his makeup and things like that. The other people in school find out about it and they decide to enact revenge on her. Of course. Now, guys, I'm going to be very honest. I already told these guys, so I'm going to tell you guys. The revenge is brutal. So firstly, other than the usual horrible things they do to her, they take this girl, they, the, the lead person, lead, lead bully, lures this girl into a classroom and then girls get a guy to rape her. As in, rape her. Then films it, posts it on the internet as, oh, a sex tape. That's horrible. Then everybody, then they now share it amongst everybody. Mm-hmm. This girl's life gets ruined. Mm. Um, she's obviously still battling with that. And then her parents die in a fiery blaze. And she loses her family. She's and because all these pictures are online all the time, she can't escape them. She goes to the countryside to live with her, with her grandmother. Huh? Yes, her grandmother then dies, and as she's about to on live herself, she's watching um TV on New Year's, and as she's on live herself because she already puts the stool away. Guess what she sees on screen? Her bullies having the time of their lives, and I want twenty twenty four to be my year. Mm-hmm. And I think in the process of that. Maybe the chemicals are like, fuck you, motherfuckers. The girl cut herself down, oh, and then she starts revenge. And it is not, it is, you know, it is glory level revenge, mm-hmm. but even worse. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Like, <laughs> as somebody who was bullied, as someone who faced some really, really hard times, nothing like this. Mm-hmm. When I watch people that enact revenge on bullies, I, it really, I mean, I'm very happy about it. Um, and as she goes through her revenge, lots of things. I mean, honestly, I, this is me giving you a synopsis, yeah. and I've not even watched, finished watching it. Oh no, you've told me the whole thing. No, I'm not, because they've not finished. I, oh, I can't wait I'm for still, the rest. I'm still like episode <laughs> five or something right now. Six six dropped the other week. They've not done the translation, the oh, subs. Ah, I know okay. sometimes it's Japanese drama, so she only translate up to episode five, and then they leave you off platform. <laughs> I learn Japanese, <laughs> aka Doctor Fucking Chocolate, which I'm so pissed off about. 
fact. <laughs> we, we haven't forgotten. Anyway, so deleting me, chain of revenge, great. Mm-hmm. If you're a subber who are who's off platform, who is um watching the show, please, 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 please do not stop subbing. Mm-hmm. I am watching, I am locked in. I need to see how this woman's revenge finishes because otherwise it's just pain. Please, oh I beg of you. So that's that. Um, um, the other one I'm watching is Tokyo Hinoki Joshi. That one I had to say it's like that because it's, it was easy enough to speak okay. So it's a social issue drama um, around women in Japan who are basically one bill away, one, one unexpected bill away from penury. Oh, okay. And it follows the journalist who um, was tasked with the role or with the task of going to go and interview these women in the sex industry mm-hmm. who, have, who are working in the sex industry because they're in this situation. And it follows her... She used to be married and she got divorced. We are led to understand that it's because of some sort of abuse that occurred. Mm. And she goes on this, you know, and she goes with this mindset of being, you know, oh my God, how could you possibly go into the sex, into sex work? You know, if anything is better than that. And we follow the story. The first story we follow is about a young university student mm-hmm. who has ambitions to finish university and to be a doctor. Mm. And because of the challenges of because i found out how expensive it is for you to actually be in medical school not just the fees but also all the additional things that come around it mm. and the shown that how she had to make the decision to become a sex worker and also when they would not publish the story the way the vitriol that we had against oh her and even the way that she started from the perspective and then she, we now see how she realized that i'm actually in a, quite a similar situation mm. just the wrong girl just wrong this could make me become a sex worker mm. she's working with this guy and he has issues because from what we are, it's alluding to, his mother possibly had to go into sex work because of a similar situation. Mm. So he obviously has issues and he's, he's very particular about the way that he talks about it. And similarly, his reaction to it is quite negative mm. in this part. This part of the so okay. um, I like it because of the social issue aspect and the social commentary has around okay. the oppression that a lot of young people face, particularly young women. That they have to make these choices and these choices, mm-hmm. and then moving on from that perspective. So I watch that. Okay. I'm also watching something offline, which is I inherited a host. I inherited a host bar. It's another yes. J drama offline. Mm-hmm. It's about a woman in her thirties who inherits a host bar from her uncle, mm-hmm. and the host there. There's a power struggle that's going on. Some of the hosts don't want her to be there. They only subbed it as usual to episode freaking far. <laughs> So I'm watching all the episodes and there's new episodes. I'm like, but I want to watch it, but it's not subbed it. Okay. So I'm watching that as well. And it's, I, I find it very, I think different from the perspective we usually show where you usually see about host bars. It looks at not obviously, not just the impact and the, um, not just the impact of this woman in the host bars, mm-hmm. but also the people's perceptions of the host bars. Mm-hmm. It also looks at how you've got about hiring a new host. It looks about the politics that exist within that industry, that space. Even when it looks at the, what happens when you fall in, when someone falls in love with a host and some of the very violent things that they sometimes do, these women Holy do, shit. to get um, this men attention. And it also follows the fact that the women, mm-hmm. women that work as men mm-hmm. in those bars. Women that work as men. But they are women. Mm-hmm. They are obviously women, but they work as men, men. in the host bars. And, it's, and also the women that fall in love with those women. It's interesting. I want to watch more of it. I hope whoever is listening, please, again, the sub subtitlers, if you're on dear, please, off platform, you know you know where I'm talking about. Please give me the rest of this thing because I want to watch it. So those are what I am currently watching. Okay. Um, and what have you finished? We can both discuss Killer Paradox as the last one. Um, okay. Do you want to run through quickly Very what you quickly. finished? So... 
I watched Hello Ghost. It's a Taiwanese drama on um, Netflix. Okay. It's kind of sweet um, and be sad. It's sweet and it's kind of sad. It follows a guy who is an orphan and suddenly some one day decides to unalive himself. A lot of people are trying to unalive themselves. And when he comes through, he starts seeing dead people. And he starts seeing dead people. And in he's seeing dead people, they, you know, they are haunting him in different guys and capacity he's trying to run away from them he meets a girl they have a conversation her brother she's also struggling in the world mm-hmm. um her brother is a bit of a loafer he's a guy that's always one of those guys one of those guys that always see in dramas that the guy uses your name to borrow money kind of oh yeah okay but he's not like that because he really does love mm-hmm. her anyway he ends up dying he ends up seeing this guy and they there's a conversation that explains and it evolves the story ev- revolves around the meeting of this guy with this girl finding out who these ghosts are and trying to get them back to where they came from. Okay. And the big reveal at the end is so sweet. Mm. Um, but it's also kind of sad. Mm. But it's so sweet. Mm. Um, and I really, really liked it. I give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, an Ideal Boyfriend. It's a J-drama. It's a bit troubling. It's about this woman who was dating, who liked this guy when she was younger. And when she grows up, I think she gets in a, she gets into a relationship. Something happens, and then, then she meets a young guy who looks exactly like the guy she used to like, okay. and they start a relationship. But a young guy is like in his early twenties. Okay, late twenties, mm-hmm. early twenties. Yeah, early twenties, not late teens. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously much older. And yeah, it's in, it's um, it, uh, it's six over ten. Okay, I think like, that's just the answer I can okay. give. Six over ten. Okay. Um, love reset. It's a K film with Kanganyo mm. and um, um, So Min. I see. I got the arrow yeah, down. Yeah, Jung So Min. It is a very sweet drama. It's about. Um, is that on Viki now? No, it's not. Um, it's about. I think actually, I think you might. I think I, I checked and it wasn't I there, it so on, I thought I'm on Netflix actually. Netflix. Yeah, it's it a Viki. Is it Viki movie? Is it Viki? Or maybe it is on Viki. I don't know, continue. It may be on Vicky. I know I saw it recently, actually. So it actually may be on Vicky now. Um, And it basically follows um, a couple who are looking to get divorced. Um, They hate each other. Like, they hate (laughs) each other. And on the day they are meant to... They start that they have the last last 30 days to get divorced. They get Mm -hmm. in an accident. Oh, dear. And they lose their memory. (laughs) But, of course, their parents now hate each other or the other children. But to help them get their memory back, they have to live together. Oh, I see. I and see. so it, we have like snapshots of them when they were young, when they were hating each other in their marriage. Mm. We see some of the reasons that caused them to start hating each other. Mm. Um, and then, you know, when they now start living together and then, you know, the way that maybe they can get back together. It's a very, it's a nice drama. It's not heavy. Like it's, it's not a drama, it's a film. It's not heavy at all. Mm. Um, it's, it's nice. It's a bit stupid in places. So I can't really give it that much of a high score, but I will give it a nine out of 10. Sorry, seven out of 10. Okay. For what it is. I watched soundtrack number two. I oh, you finished that? Holiday. Oh, I finished that too. I watched it when I was on holiday. Mm. Um, your guy who you, your the model, the model. Oh, <laughs> listen, Hot. you see, the thing I like about my me and my friendships are that we don't mm-hmm. tend to like the same guys. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. You can go for him. It's all right. It's all you know. Is the African American? Uh, sorry, the Amer- Korean American. Um, what do you call this person? Korean American model guy mm. who's you know he was in the Call My Agent, yeah. the, the Korean version. Yeah. 
So um, he is the CEO of a company, mm-hmm. and he's going through tinnitus. He has this inner ear issue that's causing yeah. him problems. Mm-hmm. And to help him relax and get together and get settled down, he's advised to take up a hobby. Yeah, and the hobby is piano. Piano. Um, the person who ends up getting hired for him by his co-CEO, his COO, is his ex. Is his ex, and there's obviously issues that happen with his ex that cause them to break up, mm. and then are now coming back together again. And doing that is a uh, there's a potential rival love mm-hmm. rival interest mm-hmm. that comes in um and yeah we watch it to the end and yeah, i thought it was okay i still prefer soundtrack number one but uh, i i liked this as well it was yeah. all right seven out of ten is what i give it i'll give it seven out of ten as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay find me your memory i rewatched that oh did you yes i don't remember why i rewatched it i think i was watching a show and then it was like Something, something about this reminds me of Find Me Your Memory. So I watched that. Mm. Um, it's a it's a drama about a um a newscaster who doesn't forget anything, a news anchor that doesn't forget anything, mm. and an actress who forgets everything. Mm-hmm. And the way that their lives collide and they meet each other, and the way that their life were linked in the past. Yes. As well, I like this as well because it's not a first love story. In mm. fact, it's actually a bit of the opposite of a first love story mm. because the mm. first love is totally different. Yes. So yeah, it it was it's good. I mean, I like I I like I watched it before. I watched it again seven mm. ten. Nothing there. Okay. Then I watched Death's Game. Death's mm. Game. It's off platform. It's you know the girl that was in Parasite who had the brain tumor. Mm-hmm. This is her first show. Back. Yes. Why I read it. Um, Park. What's a park? Park Dami. Yes. Yeah. So this is her first show back. And it's also that guy that was in his master's son. Um, I'm trying to remember. He has like a square small face. I told you it reminds me a bit of... Um, what's his the name? The main guy in master's son. Not the main guy in master's okay. son. It was the, I think it was, the secu- it was the bodyguard. He's done some other shows after like That's just the one that comes to my brain. He has like a small... Ah, he was, was, he, he was he in the one in Lewis, in Shopaholic Lewis. I think it was Shopaholic Lewis. Oh, uh, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, I did read about the dress. Both of them. Excellent. I've got his name. Yes. It's so, to me. So it's an anthology. It's like an, almost an anthology about choices we make and how that affects our life. And it's about this guy who he's poor and he's trying to find a job and lots of things have happened to him. And he's like, well, you know something? Death is always an option. So he decides to unalive himself. Mm. Um, and when he analyzes himself, death is pissed off. So like, you think death being um, packed down Mm. So like you think me, I'm just one of your square square people. You can just go and die. Let mm. me show you what death really looks like. So she gives him twelve. She gives him, she gives him, the option of going back to life twelve times, and his option is in going back to life twelve times. He inhabits different people's different people's bodies. Mm. So we get to see lots of different actors. So we yes. like we have that um that this is on my list. Yes, okay. I so remember we have this. one of those yes. those boys from that boy band you don't like. Yes, that boy yeah, that you that like the, the rich boy with yeah. his daddy with the dog. Yeah. Um. Then we also have the guy that was in her private life. He's one of those I watched my uh, private life as well. Mm-hmm. He's there. Mm-hmm. Then remember the guy in Encounter who was the the second male lead, the husband of um song whatever song he he's first husband oh yeah yeah he's, he's in it as well um then he also inhabits the role of a baby he actually goes into <laughs> into heart into body of a baby so there are lots of things but every time the idea is okay you need to try and survive so good good for you congratulations <laughs> well done. it only took me 20 minutes it's all right but you found it well done you know so because good. i would never have gotten that name so good for you um so it him inhabits all these different lives and the goal is to try and stay alive maybe um because at certain things happen to him at certain points in time 
And then every time something happens, it comes back to death, and they have a conversation, and mm-hmm. he, he gets shot again in the head, and then he has 12 goals. Then at the end of... And then what, what we're learning through all of this is what I found out, and you, you, I don't think it's a spoiler here, is that... I don't want to know. Okay. Because no, this, no. this is on Disney+, Plus and it's on my list to watch. Okay. Yeah. So it is, it is sad in certain parts, but of course when people are unalived, mm-hmm. there's that. Also, the choices we make, because we think we have no choice. Mm, okay. That's interesting. I gave it an 8 over 10. Okay. Um, I think it was well done. The, it was a bit dark, and by dark, I don't mean like you mean it looks the, dark. The actual yeah, image is quite dark. dark yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but it's a bit, you know, maybe turn mm. off your your difference, your lighting difference, <laughs> so you can see it better. Yeah. So, so eight over ten. Um, I watched obviously the one um a shop, the killer a shop for killers, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I finished it, but you're still watching it. Yes. And last but not least, I watched. Uh, oh, I watched Fight Song. <gasps> No, that's the last. Last one is obviously a killer part. No, no, no. Continue. Fight song. So fight song is. Oh my god! It's a J drama. It's on Vicky. I didn't give you that. I did, I scored it quite high, but so it's about this girl. She's a she's an orphan, and she has a dream to be a Olympic level Japanese um, taekwondo. Is it karate person who goes to the Olympics? Okay. Um. So she practices. She's very like focused, and every time she is. Um, practicing and she's fighting for because she has this particular song that she plays. Okay. It's a fight song. And um, it was written by a guy who had a one hit wonder. Okay. And this is the guy, this guy. And uh, he's trying to write other songs and she's trying to get into the Olympic team. Okay. Then something happens to her, which now means that she cannot go to the Olympics. And it's like a big thing. Yeah. And when she's trying to reevaluate her life, she now meets this guy who's had the one hit wonder and he's about to be thrown out of his house mm-hmm. um, because he's a production company house. And they say, well, you have to write down the song, otherwise you get thrown out. And they decide to work together mm. to discover a few things about each other and work together, basically. And it is so flipping sweet. Okay. And it's about, you know, it talks, you know, when you look at how people transition in life from who you believed you were to who you know you can become and the the way you adapt yourself to fit with different people mm-hmm. all of those sort of things ultimately just it was just a lot of heart and so i give it an eight over ten okay and then last but not least is a killer's paradox which i finished watching yesterday night yeah uh, yeah i watched it on friday evening mm-hmm. um it only came days. out it's only just come out on netflix yeah it only just came out so a killer's netflix. paradox is about a young what would I say? Shiftless young man. Yes. Yes. Shiftless young man. Shiftless young man. Who is... Who work, who, <laughs> ambitionless. Ambitionless young man. <laughs> who one day kills somebody. Yes. And once he kills that person, he later now finds out that that person was actually a much worse person. Yes. And what Killer's Paradox does is it navigates from that initial de- killing... Mm. So all the other things that have happened post that and the detective that's now following the case yes. and following the case of the killer to try and find out what has happened. Yes. But then there's a lot of complications that come in because we have a Robin. We have, we a, have a Robin. We yeah. have a Chong. We have a lot of people who the come into the, the mix that, mm-hmm. um, that not just affect the storyline, but also it's, we have almost like parallel storylines that are taking place. Yeah, um, through that. So yeah, yeah, that's a synopsis of it. It's on Netflix. That, yeah, that's a good synopsis. It's basically and just to clarify, he doesn't intentionally kill the first guy. He doesn't. Just, no, he it, doesn't it, intentionally it, it, kill. No, it but it, we do find out that it's basically the. I think the it's the question if he had a superpower that could he had, out yeah. 
you know, premonition about bad, you, bad people, people or you know, people who have killed, who are serial killers or whatever. Would mm. you, what would you do? And we see what he does in his case. We see basically. what he does in his case. And it's, it's actually, it does raise a lot of very good questions that if you did have that sort of power, how would you use it? Would you use exactly. good or evil? And is it good or evil? Is there such a thing as good or evil in this, in this premise? Because we see other characters yeah. who do other things. And yeah. there's a lot of, it's quite questionable. It's quite a very question, very grey, I would mm-hmm. say. Very um, I would say that after episode five, this took a dip for me. I think the end was good, but I don't know. I felt I thought I thought that the first few episodes were very tight. Not mm. tight, but it just worked. I because I watched three episodes in a row because mm. I was like, whoa. And then it took a noticeable dip for me. Um, I do think the editing is interesting in this. I think I was one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, one standout points with the editing and stuff and. The actors were all great. Like mm. Song Sung Kyu, who I think a lot of drama watchers love. You know, he from My Liberation Notes. Oh, yeah. No, I really and like DP2. him. I like I the fact that, him. I like that he, he does gritty very He well. does gritty so well. You just he like have another so gum. Well. Yes. Yeah. Chew that gum, sir. Chew that gum. <laughs> um, Bring your scraggly look on screen again. Yeah. yeah. And Choi Wusuk just continues always to pick things that are interesting. I know. Because I was like, because obviously he's, we saw, he's, he, because he has a very sweet face. Right? Yes. But the way his sweet face is used and he just does even he just does the experimental things experimental stuff i just yeah. i just i he's one of those numbers. okay because he was one of the main reasons i watched it i was like oh he's done another show okay, it was actually see. liberation notes guy that made me really i didn't even know he was in it till i watched a promo and i was like oh he's in it as yeah. well um but i i liked it as, as we said before it's very you mind i would group it with extracurricular yes very much so it's one of those things that netflix comes out with once in a while that you're like where have you been? Why, if there are writers like this doing shows like this, why have you shown me the crap you've been showing me? It's no, no, it's gritty, it has heart. Yes. Like the scene where he's walking back from church. Ah, uh, and she's like, Who, who, who's she's talking about snow. her husband? And then she's, Why did you have to clear the snow? And I was like, like I didn't do it. Is it snowing? She, <laughs> and then she went outside and she saw how far ah, he had done it. Ah, God. So since like that, it's it's really I didn't score it, but I think because of I agree with you that there were some parts of it. There was like the lag time when he ran away. Yes. There was that lag time. We didn't see him for a while. We didn't see him. But it was, was also to give us the storyline. <laughs> yes, which we see. You know, yeah. which ties up the story in the end. Mm. Is it necessary? Yes. Could they have been done better? Yes. Mm. So I'd give for me, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. I'll give it. I'll give it an 8 too. Hmm. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I'll give it an 8. I mean, for if he had not fallen down in that area, probably a 9, but I don't think it would have been a 10 over 10. We no, no. It wouldn't have been a 10 out of 10 for me. It was still good. But um, I wouldn't. It's not the ten level. But I'll say it's it's. It was good. It was a really good. Not even palate cleanser. I just watched it going. Okay, I think it was just different. It was just like, like yeah. Watching everything we've talked about. It was just a very different and show. Take yeah, and show on it. I agree. So, okay, you want to talk about your, your very very quickly? So hmm, I'm talking about a book today as the last thing I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I know that people are like, well, you're a K-drama show. You're an agent. You do K-drama, J-drama, C-drama, C-dramas. I'm like, yes. But we also read books because <laughs> we are diverse like that because we are broad like that. So this book is called Portrait of a, of a Thief and it's written by a Chinese-American writer. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked up, so I've heard, I'd heard about this book. I'd seen it, but I was like, mm, I'm not really sure. But I decided to actually look at it and read the, the, um, the blurb and I said, okay, fine. I'm going to read it because it has a couple of things that I like. Mm-hmm. It obviously talks about um, 
it talks about the oppression of people. It talks about look, look. It talks about something that's Asian themed, which is why I'm talking about it in here. Mm-hmm. It focuses on art, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. It is a book which I love. And it fo- it talks about what I saw is about the Sackler Museum. Now, for those who don't know about Sacklers, mm-hmm. the Sacklers, the Sacklers are the guys that brought you, brought you oxycotton. Yeah, and they had been assholes. Doing, <laughs> they'd also been doing, and it was it's part of what is referenced here. They've been doing a lot of what you call charity washing of their brand so that they can look better. So this story talks about the five young people. I mean, to be honest, at this age, these guys, they're like young adults to me. They're not like adults, they're like their 20s, like 21, mm. 20, 20, 21, 22, mm-hmm. maybe. So for me, I classify as young adults at this age. Mm-hmm. However, so it's about these um, five young people mm-hmm. who take up the task to steal back um, five, um, five things that were looted from the, uh, from the summer. Of the, is it, I think it's called the Red Summer... Um, temple or something in China, forgive me for forgetting that, um, to steal it back from different museums where they are housed and take it back to China. Mm-hmm. They all go into this task for various reasons. They have various ideas as to why they're doing it. But I think one of the reasons I really liked it was that it's, it's very delicately handles the cost that you sit in when you are a first generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. Because they are all first generation immigrants from China. Mm-hmm. Some of them have different experiences of life in America. Some of them are First generation is it, is it first generation when it's, you are the first one after your parents are coming, right? No, yes, yeah, second generation. That's second, okay, second, mm. first and second generation. Mm. So some of them are second generation. They are very acclimatized to America, okay. but they don't. But of course, they're still not American, okay. right? According yeah. to Americans, then there's some who are first generation who came with their family just you know mm-hmm. after living in China for many many years mm. and have recently come. But they're all living to each other in one way or another. Okay. And it traverses the reasons that they have wants to go and steal these art pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that guys in the people in China actually encourage them or not encourage them but also it looks at the it tries to handle the complexities around what it means to be a chinese to be a chinese immigrant let me use that term because i think it's sexier mm. a chinese emigrate in a world where you don't necessarily fully believe in the ethos of what it means to be modern china okay so it's very delicately handled. It's very beautifully mm. written. Mm. There's some parts of it that are very expected. You know, there's a love. There are a few love stories in there. Like, yeah, okay, I see how this one's coming together. Mm. But the art theft, the um, the story about the history, the art history that you learn from it, mm. and I think also the the stories that I find most interesting is I'm most curious about the stories of the oppressed mm. and how the oppressors choose to talk about it. And one of the things I've been hearing a lot in a lot of the art podcasts that I listen mm. to, people when you're talking about returning things back to the country of origin and the mm. people that have stolen them are claiming, oh my God, well, you will take care of them. I'm like, yeah, you're a thief. You came to my house, you stole from me. And that time, you're not going to give me back the item that you stole, that you stole from me because me, I don't know how to get my shit. It was it not my country? It was it all with me to start off with? So yeah, all that political and nuanced morality mm. and you know the nuanced ethics that exist within that space is um very well discussed in this so it is a good book to read um I'd what's give it, it called again it's called portrait of a thief mm-hmm. by grace d lee mm-hmm. and i'd give it a seven out of ten okay because yeah this romance the romance was you could see like 10, 10 miles off <laughs> the other part of it that i talk about i felt was very good so seven out of ten and that's us for today because yes. yeah they put that waiting for us to eat and we're already be late exactly so we have to go but by the way that's so, fast remember like 10 minutes <laughs> isn't it yeah. See, what? There you see. Yeah. Okay. I said approximately. All right. Approximately. I approximated. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much us. for joining us. It's been a pleasure. As usual, you can catch us on 
at Popgram Podcast. That's our Instagram. You can email us at popgrampodcast at gmail.com. And you can join us next time where we bring you wonderful, wonderful news from the world of KJCC Drums. Yay! Yay!